Is this what using a penis pump is like? Because I clearly have no idea what I'm doing. This is not how I give a hand job, by the way. Gay sex ed mm. contains sexually explicit content mm. meant for adult audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Yes. Yeah, baby. Let's talk about sex! Welcome to another episode of Gay Sex Ed, where we are going to talk about all the things you didn't learn in high school. We are not experts, but we are opinionated and we are very gay. So we will share our experiences and our opinions on the topic. And to help keep us on topic, because you know we will wander, we have with us our certified sex therapist, Dr. Chris. Hey! Hello, welcome back. Always a pleasure. So we had so much to talk about with kink that we did not cover all, we did not cover the kinks. We didn't cover all the kinks. So we are talking about kink in this episode as well. So Dr. Chris, give us the most obscure kink that you can share that you have heard from someone else that they are into. Um, okay, I would say the more obscure ones that have come into my office or I've worked with are not necessarily uh, dirty or scandalous. They're the more common ones that we are surprised to hear people find arousing. Um, people that are into balloons, balloon popping, balloon, balloon play. Also some of the people that are into food where they're aroused watching others maybe just consume food or bringing messy cake and other foods into their sex play. So these are called feeders, right? Yeah, it's yeah. the more basic common stuff that's surprising to see a lot of people maybe be aroused by. Mm -hmm. Balloons, I've never But it's, it's the whole thing about sex, right? We can eroticize anything. That's what's so, you could, whatever you can imagine, there's, there's, a, there's a world where people are turned on by that. Let's get to the nitty gritty and let's talk about all the different types of kinks. Mm, so we have impact play, which would be things like spanking. We have role play, which would be when people step into an identity that's not theirs. Often maybe it's about power or age. There's also edge play, which is when we kind of push on our boundaries and that's stepping into things that are maybe riskier or taboo. Um, I thought edge is when you make them hold the nut. That's edging. Edging. But edge play is kind of pushing on your boundaries. Oh. And when we talk about kinks, we also have to look at whether they're primary or secondary, and this is where it gets really interesting. If it's primary, it means it's the sole source of what turns you on. And that means you're gonna always need to have that present or part of sex play to really be aroused. Secondary means there's a lot of other things that turn you on, and that's just one of many. And if you're interested in something that's very obscure or it's dangerous or it's illegal, the hope is that it's more secondary, so that there's other things you can do so you can still have a great sex life. But if your primary arousal is tied to something that's illegal or really hard to find or dangerous, you're gonna maybe not be able to have a full sex life. Did you know that foot fetishism is the most common form of sexual fetish related to the body? I can see that. I feel like that's one people like freely talk about like, don't give away free foot porn. Like if you like, if you're at like a picture of your feet or something, people can see your feet, like people pay for that shit. So you don't have, you don't have a foot fetish yourself? No, I don't, but if I like the person, uh, don't, I, you know. So you'll, you'll play with the feet, you'll touch the feet. Yeah. You don't have a foot phobia, you just don't have a foot fetish. Right, I'm not like, if I see a feet, oh, 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 come on, feet. Did you know, according to a survey of 1,300 adults, the number one safe word is red 
first only to second word being pineapple. Red and pineapple, one and two. It's important because safe words have to be something that you're not going to be likely to say during sex. You want it to be a word that's far outside. Because if you say something like stop, for some people that's part of the arousal, the idea that they can't have it stop, that's part of the fantasy. So safe words are best when they're words that would not commonly be said during sex. And red makes sense and pineapple's really yeah. specific. Can you fuck that one up? I mean, if you're just fucking somebody and they scream, banana! You just like, like. Yeah, people love food safe words. It food, always makes me like yeah, cucumber, banana, sense. parsley, artichoke. Parsley? Yeah, artichoke's artichoke. a big one too. Always negotiate before you step into some kind of play if there's risk. And then the safe words have to be really discussed. But you have to also trust your partner, right? Because if you're gonna be bound, you have to trust that when you say that safe word, that they will honor that. And that's why there's a safety. I've worked with clients where because they didn't feel comfortable sharing with their partners what their kink was, they would find partners online. And then they'd go over to an unknown person's house, they'd get bound or gagged, it's very, very, very dangerous. And then if they're also using mind-altering substances, it's even more risky. So just be, be with partners that you trust and talk to the community. If you're in a kink community, ask people if they've ever played or had sex with certain individuals to make sure that they're safe. Join a kink group. Yeah. Did you know that water sports, if you don't know, is a kink about urine, and 8.9% of men want to pee on someone, and 10% of men want to be peed on. So people doing the peeing, it's a small percentage, rather, but more, 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 more men, just by 2%, like uh, up 1.1, 1, 1. 1. girl, I do not do math, that's why I wear a fucking wig. 1.1% more of men like to get peed on versus peeing on someone. But I'm not surprised, a lot of people's fetishes are tied to being degraded or being submissive and being peed on for a lot of people would kind of fall under that. Yeah, more people tend to be subs or bottoms or passive sexually, so. Little tip, if you're into water sports, make sure that whoever's the peer is drinking a lot of water and staying hydrated because the clearer the urine, the better. Damn. If you pee clear, cheer. Did you know Malcolm Brenner had a romantic sexual relationship with a dolphin in Florida? A who? A dolphin? A dolphin. This was in 1970s in a theme park in Florida. He claims the dolphin started it. He is a- Oh, not the dolphin. He's <laughs> the, the dolphin flipper, started flipper started it, bitch. It was not me. It Don't was him. blame him. And he's a zoo, zoo, zoophile. Zoophilia. Zoophilia. Somebody who gets turned on by animals. He's a, a zoophile. Zoophile. The common word that people probably hear, which I guess is an incorrect term, would be bestiality. But we're called, nice. that's not what it's called. It's what called what? Zoophilia, the Zoophilia. love of animals. Why is that? Why Bestiality that has a negative connotation, just yeah. like we don't use the word fetish anymore. It's yeah. shaming, pathologizing. So Zoophilia is a negative the, thing to be fucking an animal. Well, in the sex positive community, we do talk about impact and boundaries and things like that. But more importantly, here's the point. The point is this, we don't want to shame anyone for what they're turned no, on by. No, no, no. There's a difference between engaging in it, right? I'm talking about just having an interest in. Most people won't act out a lot of things they're turned on by because it's illegal or it's problematic. And so just to have that inherent interest, an interest in animals is one thing. If you then go act it out, that's a second thing. So just having the interest, we, are, we do not choose these things, right? We are born turned on by what we're turned on by. What you do with that is about your own integrity and laws and boundaries, yeah.
Because we don't want to shame people for liking what they like. You can't choose that, right? Yeah. I wouldn't support someone acting it out, but if someone said I was born and that is just something I'm turned on by, there's nothing wrong with that. But we would talk about boundaries, impulse control. And again, you would hope it was not their primary arousal, that there's other things they can get into. Because you can get turned on by literally anything. And we know as a community, we used to be shamed. People used to try to do procedures on us to make us not interested in the same sex. No, yeah, but that's Doesn't different because the person can be consensual. Correct, that. correct. Did you know mucophilia is the attraction or the arousal um, of sneezing or like seeing other people sneeze? I bet a lot of people last year were just walking around. Aroused. Aroused. <laughs> just the hacking and the oops and the globs and the bleh and the That's mucus. Cute. I wonder if those people will get really too turned on by the Mucinex commercial with the little mucus blob. Right, and I wonder, is that a mucophilia? I wonder how like, to porno? what degree. Is it on you, like, or you like that on other people? It's both. I probably, yeah, child, I don't know about no sneeze or fetish. <laughs> You learn, there, is a, there is something for everybody. There is something for everybody. That is true. Everybody has something. So, cholismophilia is when someone feels, they get aroused by the feeling of using an enema and the feeling of it. Like the releasing release. themselves, yes. That's like an arousal for some people. Uh, they're probably putting it, squishing water. Do you think, do you think it, they'd be more aroused with a little bit of Listerine in there? Probably, I mean, it could be because it's probably just the, the whole action, the motion, the whole situation of it all. And you're really gonna feel that coming out. Yeah. <laughs> A whole set of those people now just started grabbing the Listerine to find yeah. out. You inspired, you, inspi you inspired yep. all There's gonna be a new a name for that, too. Yeah, Listerine Lister specifically. Lister Listerita Fina. That's right. <laughs> Did you know Oculolictus is the pleasure that someone gets from licking an eyeball. Have you ever licked to somebody's eyeball? No. Again, we're not shaming. You're I had wait. Well, I had shame. someone. I had someone do me. that to me, and I don't remember. I remember. I wasn't sure at the time if it was an accident or intentional. Maybe that was weird. Like, it didn't I mean, feel. I mean, you're into what you're into, and a lot of sex is not. A lot of sex is not sanitary, but like. Licking somebody's eyeball, I feel like that could give you an eye infection. Totally agree. But isn't it wild how like we'll lick a butthole, but then we're like an eyeball? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we think that's weird. Your foot? Your well, foot too far. To the asshole than my eye, bro. Yeah. But that's just me. But maybe, maybe not necessarily. Well, like don't the, lit, the eyeball while it's open. I mean, maybe that. They got they got right in there, and I it was an interesting feeling. I would I wouldn't circle back, but. It, I get it, it didn't feel it's bad. It's the same thing as almost someone kissing you in the- Yeah, and then it, didn't feel bad. I mean, I guess, but lick, I mean, well, not saying. I mean, I can see like kissing somebody like around there, like mm -hmm. it's a sensitive area, it feels good, but like- No, they licked my eyeball. That is- They like swiped across, and I was kind of like whoosh. That's next level. Yeah. All right, well, here's another kink that I feel like a lot of people have heard of, and a lot more people are accepting of and into. Um, furries. Have you heard of a furry? You know what furry is? Is that when someone dressed up in a costume? So it's people that are interested in animals with human characteristics. So like, you know, people dress up as the furries and they're acting like animals, but it's like a humanoid version of an animal. Like that's like a kink. Like it's like a wolf, but it's a person. Twilight. 
Sure. Or like or cats. cats. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or cats, the musical. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's an animal that has been like given human characteristics. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When they have like titties and shit, but ears and they... Cart- and, that, and that would probably be in the same family as like pup play. People that identify as pups. But then it also like bumps into like transhumanism, which is a whole nother show, but some people are transgender. They transcend gender. Some people see themselves as part human, part animal. They're transhuman. So that world bumps into that as well. Did you know that lunar is the broad term that balloon fetishists use to describe themselves? I personally hate the sound. Like, like, like if I hear like the of a balloon or like it popping, I'm like, uh huh. Not, it's not for me. It's like literally like a turn off. Like, womp. But I know you just said you don't like it. I don't. But we're gonna put it to the test because we got extra credit. Pop, pop. Cameron and I are going to find out about the lunar kink, and we're gonna try it. It looks like. Yeah, you like that? Ooh. You like that, don't you? Oh, oh shit. Oh my. Oh. I know that was good. All right, let's fill them up. Fill them up with joy. If this thing pops, I'm gonna throw a fucking fit. Ah, I'm losing air. Let me get the fuck I out fucked of here. I fucked it up, I fucked it up, I fucked it up. Oh my god. Oh, bitch. Oh my god. I hate it so much. Oh, bitch, I'm tired. Oh! <laughs> Ooh, somebody busted in there. Okay, it wasn't as loud. I feel like it wasn't as loud as a small Oh, fuck me. Bad boy. <laughs> Bitch. Maybe this is a paddle too. I'd rather go to Party City and let them blow this shit up because that shit is a lot of work. <laughs> I live. Oh, I love it. It's fun. Okay. I have a new appreciation for balloons because I usually yeah, hate balloons. Yeah, that's actually Those are fun. fun. I don't personally get aroused from it, but I did enjoy that mm-hmm. activity. It was very entertaining. Thank you. True or false. The average speed of ejaculation is Four miles per hour. No, ejaculation is way faster than that. That's false, that's not true. There's no way it's only four miles an hour. It is false, it's 24 miles per hour. I knew it, I knew it. I mean, sometimes I think it depends if you get like a little dribble or like a but like there's no way the is four miles an hour. That's like 20, 24. To infinity. And beyond. Okay. Onto the headboard. Okay, back to our little friends, the furries. True or false, furries are five times more likely to openly identify as being homosexual than the average person. I'm guessing, I'll say true, you said false. false. It is true, because they're like so open with their, like they're so open with their gender expression and their expression of like being a furry, being like animalistic or whatever you wanna call it, that they're like so open with saying that they are homosexual as well. Not that every furry is homosexual, but like the ones that are, are just five times more likely to be like, yeah, I'm gay. Let's get intimate. So I have a question for you and I wanna know, I wanna know the truth, bitch. I wanna know the full T, full truth. Swear to tell the truth, nothing but the truth, whole truth, the whole thing. 
The whole time? The whole yes. time? The whole time? Yes. The whole time. The whole time? Yes. Would you have sex in drag if it was your celebrity crush? Like if your celebrity crush came up to you and they were like, I want to have sex with you as you were. Yeah. Would you take the opportunity? Yeah. And who was who is your celebrity crush? Maluma. Yes, I Maluma. would. And I wouldn't normally hook up and drag. No. But when it's your, a celebrity crush, bitch, yes. You think so? Yes, yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yes, bitch. Of course it's a celebrity crush. Cause you're not gonna turn that down, right? No, the fuck not. I mean, bitch, I'll, I'll be over it. So, not really, actually not, probably not either. So after Maluma sees this video and asks you to be a video hoe, you gonna do it? Yes. Absolutely? Yes. Okay. Yes. Come get me out of the basement. Mm -hmm. I'll bring this stuff with us too. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, you heard yes. it here, you heard it here first. What about you? Would you hook up and drag with your celebrity crush? I just have literally zero fucking interest in having sex and drag. Drag is like uh, my job. It's my. It's like my art. I have zero sexual arousal. It's not. Not that it's bad, but personally, I have zero sexual arousal connected to drag. So I don't know that I would. I don't care who the fuck it was. Who was your celebrity? I mean, I would. I would. Let me. Let who was your celebrity crush first? Cause I'm gonna paint the picture and see. Y'all ass really gonna take. Peace, bye. Who's your celebrity crush? I mean. I have you like, kissed anybody in drag? I like, have I kissed anybody in drag? Yeah. I mean, so I then, find like, I find like a lot of men attractive, but like the only person that like straight comes to mind that I can think of when you say, who's your celebrity crush? Like who's the hottest one? Zayn Malik is so hot to me. I don't know why. I just think he's like, I don't, I don't like, I don't obsess over him or like look at so pictures of him. So he came, if but he he's came hot. to the room, you were there in drag. Uh-huh. And as a, and he said, just, you know, you can be in a t-shirt and some shoes or whatever, you know, in drag. And he said, he came in boxes. Dick print out to the side, wop, 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 wop. And he said, um, you know, he was trying to make a move. You're gonna stop the situation from situating. Itself. I would I would definitely make out with him. And Bitch, I, you're halfway there. And I will I will say this: if I got aroused while I was in drag, then I would just let it happen. But I just don't think I would get aroused because I wouldn't feel like I wouldn't feel like myself. Yeah, me too. I wouldn't want to see, like, if there's a mirror, I'm gonna start laughing. Like, cover all the like, yeah. yeah. That's what I was curious about, because you wouldn't you feel you wouldn't feel like it was yourself. You wouldn't feel yeah. like they're attracted to you and you'd want that oh, closeness. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's I understand Angie, that. It's me. Like Both. I feel most sexual like as myself. So I I I don't know that I could like hone in and like forget that I'm like I look like this. I don't know if I could do it. But to me it's like when I get a haircut. Like I don't always have that same hair. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't. But that matches your drag that, ma stuff that matches your personality me. styles. Like I see you as more intellectualized, and you're more spontaneous. So I that makes sense to me. I see it that way. Okay. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm spontaneous now. Oh, I would definitely make out with him, but like I don't know if I'm gonna hop in the bed because drag is uncomfortable, and I wouldn't do it. But if it's a yeah. celebrity crush, then I'm like, bitch, I'll take it. And if I was single and everything. Well, you know some of our sisters uh, would absolutely not uh, uh, blink twice at yeah. that fucking question because they enjoy having sex. I, 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 yeah, not to, I won't mention any names, but I was talking to one of the drag race queens and she was saying that in drag, she prefers to top out of drag, she prefers to bottom. That's interesting. Yeah, but, but okay. there's something more assertive in her drag. Out of all the kinks we spoke about today, which one are you most likely to try now? I mean, like, we talked about, like, foot fetishes and stuff. Like, I'm not into feet, but, like, I don't mind feet like that. Yeah. I, I would try anything. Like, anything that I don't, like, that I could, yeah. I just not just not sex and drag, I guess. Is my, is, that's, that's where it stops. <laughs> that's where my boundaries are. 
What about you? What if there's like a, a kink out of today that we talked about that you like? Were like I would do, do like that. the wax, can the candle, I'm, the Fifty Shades experience, almost okay. role play situation too. Cause yeah. I will try to like the movie. Be. I changed my answer. I changed my answer. I think like like dressing up, like the leather and like I think like the leather and like the the cosplay of it all, like I love cosplay. Um, so I think that would be like something I would be into. Like, a, would you want them in a superhero outfit and you would be in a superhero Oh, outfit? like when I when I scroll past like the pictures of all the hot boys in their Spider-Man costumes on Instagram, bitch, that, that, that does, like, it does. that's hot to me. I like that, like yeah. Mm -hmm. If somebody walked in in a Spidey costume and he had all the right curves and the ass is just. Right. Yeah, that's pretty hot to me. All right, what about you? Um, are there any kinks that you haven't tried that you are excited to try? Uh, Chris, I would probably out. say, not out of interest, but I'd be curious to see if I could find eroticism maybe in something like the balloons or the dressing mm -hmm. up. It's just not my jam, but like I'd be curious to see, depending on the partner. Challenge yourself. Yeah, challenge see. myself. That would, I was thinking about that too. I'm like, what would we do with the balloons? But I'm sure we could be creative. Yeah. Well, we've discussed a lot of kinks today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of those kinks may not have been for us. And that's okay. You know, everyone has something and everyone has, you know, things they might not be into. That doesn't mean we're kink shaming. It just means that, you know, you're into it and I'm not. And that's okay. And I think it's really cool for us to talk about because then maybe people will feel comfortable exploring kinks that maybe they didn't think or know that they that would be into existed. or even existed. And it's part of mental health, right? We can't move through the world feeling our best if there's a part of us that we have shame about. And having sexual shame doesn't allow you to be as confident as you can out in the world. So talking about it, feeling secure in it, it's a really important part. Gee, it feels like this word that I'm striving for in life just keeps finding us. Communication. Communication. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> just talk about it. Fuck. Ooh, that blows up real quick. Oh my quick. god, <laughs> shoot it my way. Oh my god. Bitch, that's a strength of... That's a test of strength for that fucking condom. Oh my god. See ya next time! Peanuts! Get your peanuts! I just didn't know about no balloon. They like the touch, they like the sound, they like the surprise, sometimes they like the feel. Sometimes it's not the object, it's, it's just, oof. What are you breaking over there? Somebody's king. <laughs>